1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
2: Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. I have brewed myself a magic potion tea from David's Tea. I'm drinking it out of my Pisces mug because I needed I needed a pick me up. I Just filmed a one hour Coffee Talk. That was so good, like such a fun chat. I was so happy about it. We went and reminisced on old journals, went back throughout the years, this time throughout the last few years, and I forgot to turn my microphone on. So I'm back with a different episode instead because I just feel like I need some time to come back to those journal posts again and do it all over again. And I also, I feel like it was nice that some of the reactions were very in- In the moment so we're gonna have that coffee talk next week and instead this week I figured we could talk about the new year in general and I'm gonna share my concepts going into this new year softly I really want to have a soft new year take all the pressure off that usually comes with the new year this is something that I definitely feel like I utilized last year but now that it's a year later I want to do it again and take the lessons I learned last year into this new year as well because last year was the first year that a new year came around and I did not hit the ground running with a million new goals and it felt really nice I mean I, it's almost like I had to give myself an excuse which is kind of sad to think about but I had just found out I was pregnant last year on the 23rd of December so By the time that the new year rolled around, I was like, well, there's my big focus for the new year. And it allowed me to go into the next year without all of these crazy goals. And it felt so nice. And I really leaned into the winter solstice last year. I really leaned into it this year as well, taking that energy into the new year. So if you'd like to sit and have a chat about how you can have a great new year without all the damn pressure, then you've come to the right place. And let me know what you're drinking in the comment section down below. This is gonna be scolding hard, I can tell. Actually, it's not that, oh, it's good. So I wrote down a step-by-step process on how you can have a soft new year or how you can have a pressure-free new year. And the very first thing that always comes intuitively and naturally around this time of the year is reflection. And that's something that I feel like I just got to do with filming that podcast. Even though I didn't have the microphone on, it was very therapeutic to go back in time and reflect, not just on where I was last year, but I went back six years. So I feel like this is the perfect time and the perfect way to break in a new year is to take some time to think back in hindsight on what has happened in the last year, what has happened in the last three years, the last five years, maybe even the last 10 years, which is something that, again, we'll be doing next week with some fun journal posts, but think about the last year, like where you were this time last year. What were you learning at that time? What was your normal day-to-day at that time? What has changed since that time, and what has stayed the same since that time? Doing this type of reflection isn't so that you can pinpoint areas that need to be improved or pinpoint areas where you've made mistakes or maybe that weren't so great it's to just do this objectively without any okay this was good and this was bad I mean naturally the judgment portion of our brains tends to do that but you can also reflect with indifference you can reflect and just be like yep that happened this happened too. I don't know. Maybe that's bad advice to say, not with so much emotional investment because we're meant to be emotional, especially about things that happen in our life. But I guess more so to say without the pressure to feel like there's anything that needed to be fixed or anything that went totally wrong or that you did wrong. And instead to just look at it as this was all benefiting me. And if it hasn't yet, it will eventually, I just can't see it
0: yet. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com.
1: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
2: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And in your reflection, acknowledge your growth because regardless of whether or not you feel like 2022 was a good year or a bad year, there was growth here. There was blooming here. I put a Instagram story to my personal Instagram Like a week ago, saying, In what ways do you feel like you bloomed this year? And I got some replies saying, I didn't. And, And I wish that there was more opportunity to create dialogue. I need to do some coffee talks where I invite some of you guys to just come on here and talk with me and release them as conversations because it would be really interesting. I would love to know for anybody that doesn't feel like they bloomed this year to explain how or why. Because even if you feel like, if we're gonna use the metaphor of blooming, Maybe you felt like this year you planted seeds. Maybe you felt like this year you withered a little bit, which isn't a bad thing. Again, if we're talking about the life cycle of a plant, a plant starts with a seed, it gets watered, it starts to grow or sprout, which if we're going to, again, fill in with all of the metaphors, that would be like spring, you know, it's the beginning or the crescent moon, the, the building up, the anticipation, the first little bits of growth. Bloom is obviously like summer, you hit your peak, you get that glow, you hit the the high point of something and then a plant naturally will begin to wither and die and transform into something new so wherever you feel like you were in that life cycle it's still part of your blooming even if you were withering it's still setting you up for a future bloom and even if you were just planting seeds like I guess blooming was my metaphor for like where were you where Are you in that plant cycle, in that metaphoric, symbolic transformation cycle of your life? Like, where does this year fit into that for you? And where can you acknowledge your growth within that? Because no matter what, even in your withering, you're still growing because that wither allows you to plant new seeds or to fertilize the ground for future things. So acknowledge your growth. In what ways do you feel like you grew this year? And if you have an answer to that, that you feel open to sharing, I would love to hear it down below. So my next tip with having a softer new year is to be present with the present. And I Verbalized that exactly that way for a reason presence has been a word that's been popping up for me a lot lately Specifically in parenting, but also just in general to bring presence to the things that are right in front of you I think this is the way that we can actually create more space or the feeling of more time or slowing down time is presence and that's a really really profound thing to do in today's day and age when we are fluttered with so many distractions if you think about just even Not even just the distraction of devices and technology in our phones, but even just the distraction of constantly thinking about what you need to be doing next, what you need to do in a day, what you need to get done before the end of the year, what you want to get done in the new year. Like that is constantly pulling us out of the present moment, out of our presence. And when you can bring true and genuine presence to something, then you are creating space. You're taking something and expanding it. And when you take presence to a moment, or presence to the things that are important to you, or presence to anything really, something you enjoy doing, you're stretching it out so that it feels like it can take up more space, it feels like it takes up more time, and in that presence you're able to be instead of just do. So when you bring presence to the present moment, That can also allow you to become aware, especially if you've been really distracted or really kind of caught up in the chaos of the end of the year, become aware of all of the amazing things that are already in your life. And this is a crucial point to having a softer new year and a crucial point to taking a lot of the pressure off that can come with the new year. Because when you become aware of what's already going really great in your life, what already is in your life, the abundance that already sits and rests in the things around you both materially also in the like in the non-material, in your relationships, in your growth, in where you might be with your mental health if you feel like you've made strides this year, in your creativity, in the things you love and enjoy doing, in the feelings, in the, the things that are all around you that fill you with peace, that fill you with joy. Taking presence in those things allows you to realize that you already have it really good. Another quote that's been popping up a lot over the last few months is the, the and I don't know who said it, so if anybody knows, please leave it in the comment section, but the trick to having it all is knowing that you already do. The root of that quote is saying that when you acknowledge all that you have, you'll realize that you already have more than enough. In fact, most of us have more than enough. I just read Home for Christmas with the book club and something in that book that really sat with me is the time travel aspect of it. She goes back into the 1940s And just listening to the day-to-day of the average person in the 1940s, maybe not average, definitely a romanticized Christmas version of the 1940s, but still, she had these present moments of like, oh, I can't just Google something if I want to. Or there was one point in particular where she talked about How much of a privilege it is to just feel warm. Like she came in from the cold, and how much more effort and time. The amount of things that go into just being warm physically, your body warm in the 1940s, in the dead of Alaskan winter. It's funny because last year, around this time, my heat broke. So I feel like I can also relate to that just the feeling of warmth. What a privilege it is to be warm. What a privilege it is to have a full belly. What a privilege it is to have family and friends. What a privilege it is to able to do and breathe and believe and love. I know it's cringy, it's corny, and it's it's redundant, it's been said a million times, but when you bring presence to those things, you realize that there's not a whole lot you really need to add to your to-do list or to your goals list for the new year. The trick to having your goals already accomplished for next year is realizing that you already have everything, you're already complete whole, and you can add on to your life. You can definitely continue to grow. The growth cycle that we just talked about never ends. We're always somewhere in that cycle. But you don't have to push. You don't have to force yourself into it, especially with the societal pressures that come with a new year. So take stock of everything around you. You can even write this down in a journal and take stock of all of the things that you feel you are, all of the Presence that you feel with yourself like who are you right now? Who are you today? What does your life look like right now? Take a general snapshot write it all down Burn it into the memory of your mind and bring presence to your life right now as it is And that takes a lot of the pressure off to feel like there's any sense of lack You know it flips your brain out of lack mentality or closed mentality into open-mindedness and abundance tea break so the next tip is to give yourself exactly what we just talked about space and time space and time specifically to process the last year or perhaps process the last chapter of your life if you feel like it's been more than one year like I personally feel like I'm in a big transition of my life right now or I have been going through a big transition of my life right now and this doesn't just feel like a last year thing although it definitely feels like the final chapter of the last part of my book, of the book of my life, if you will. Giving yourself space and time to process, not just the last year, but perhaps multiple years, allows you to, again, move into the next year softly, move into this next phase of your life, knowing that you do not have to have it all figured out. You don't even need to know exactly what goals are going to best benefit you. And in fact, if you think about it, if you were to run towards goals just because you feel like there's this Impending pressure that you should be stacking on a bunch of goals and stacking on a bunch of to do's You might not even know if those things are gonna benefit you. I mean you can definitely put your pin Somewhere on a map again. We're gonna go metaphorically Let's dream up this little like concoction in our minds where life is a map and you can go anywhere you want And you can definitely take a pin put it where you want and then say, I'm gonna start heading in that direction. But the difference between sitting here from the point of view that we have now and saying, okay, that's where I wanna land or end up, and then actually walking the path or taking the trek or the adventure of getting there is that you come across things along the way. And as you do come across those things, it might not ever change. You might actually end up exactly where you planned. It might not be on your time or it might not be the path that you expected to take to get there. But odds are you could still very much end up there, but there's also the possibility that you might actually pivot and choose to head in a completely different direction with new perspective that you have not gained yet. So this idea like... That we're supposed to have some sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Determinism and some sort of certainty for what we know we should be doing. It's a balancing act. It's a dance because yes, to an extent it is beneficial to have that or to have a general sense of the direction you want to head in. But you do not have to know exactly what this next year needs to bring you. You do not need to know exactly what goals are right for you right now. Start small. Take some time, some space to reflect, to process what's already happened up until this point in your life now or in the last year until now. And let yourself have the next, like, rest of the season. Let's call it winter. I mean, depending on where you are, it might be, like, summer if you're in the southern hemisphere. But give yourself the rest of the season which I like to look at it in like three month intervals, so December, January, February, give yourself to the end of February. Give that space and that time for your mind to process the last year, and to come up with a general sense. Allow your intuition to bubble up to the surface and give you answers to start working on in the springtime. Give yourself the next two months. Don't try and hit the ground running just yet. And as you do that, as you allow yourself that time and that space to download, to process, to, again, bring presence into your life for this season, you can do all of that and still take action. But take peaceful action. Take mindful action. Take rest. I mean, self-care. Take bubble baths. Move slow through your life. Journal. Talk with your friends. Have candlelit nights by yourself or with your loved ones. Dream create. Get creative for no specific reason. By that I mean like especially if you're in a creative field or in a creative job, don't create during this time just for that thing, especially if you have to. I mean create with no sole purpose. Create for the sake of creation. Create for the sake of play. Find stillness. Recharge. Refuel yourself. You just went through a full year. You're allowed some space and time to refill and recharge your batteries and, you know, download some new thoughts, listen to your intuition, and also do nothing for the sake of doing nothing. Or do things, but without an agenda. Do things, but without an end result in mind, you know? Do things for the sake of doing them. It's about presence rather than projections. Is that what I want? Predictions, no. There's a better way I could say this. Hold on, give me a second. Presence more than purpose, although purpose is still really important. It's about, mm, I need more P words. Mm. It's about presence, not productivity. That's what the new year is about. That's how you have a soft new year. That's how you take all the pressure off. It's about presence, not pressure. And not presents, like, you know, the things you get under a tree. I mean, presence, your general energetic presence, your here, your now, your senses, your beingness. It's about that over pressure and productivity. We need more of that. We have enough productivity out there. We have enough pressure out there. Take your permission. Now all the P words are coming to me. Give yourself permission to just solely be in your presence at least until February, and then take another general look at where you're at and then start to plant some seeds for the spring. That intuitively feels right. It moves with the seasons. It feels more in tune with nature. And I think that the better we get at doing that, at going kind of back to some of our roots while also utilizing the great things that we have in the present moment in the present day, that's how we make the best of this time and in this era on this planet, at least in my opinion. That got deep for a second there. (laughs) So let me know what you think. What are you looking forward to in the new year? Uh, get your journals ready for next week because, like I mentioned, next week's Coffee Talk, we're going back in time. We're taking a trip down memory lane and I'm reading out some very vulnerable and sometimes very corny journal posts, but also very profound. And just going to look at where we've been at the last few years and talk about, you know, the journey and transition into whatever is going to come to be in the next few years. So I'm looking forward to that chat with you. I'm wishing you all a very happy holiday and a safe holiday. Thank you guys for another amazing year and for bringing your presence here. Like, I definitely... Do not take for granted your social media currency, your social media presence on my corner of the internet over here on the Coffee Talk podcast or on my main channel or anywhere else I exist or post things to the internet. Like your, you know, what's the word? I read it today. Morgan Harper, Morgan Harper Nichols posted a post today to Instagram about this, but like how there's a word for it, engagement. I appreciate your engagement because it's such a weird time online and engagement is really, really important in order to not only just... able to continue to do what i do but it's also important because i think that where we spend our social media currency where we give our engagement to even like hate engagement counts like if you go watch something because you hate it or you go follow people because you don't like them but you enjoy not liking them or seeing what they're up to like that is still voting with your engagement. So when we use our engagement to prop up the things that we really enjoy, to prop up the things that benefit us or that we get something out of and it doesn't need to be profound. It can be good entertainment, anything of the sort. It means a lot and as a creator for me it means a lot that you've brought your presence and your engagement over here and gave me a whole other year of just loving what I do and getting to do what I love. So thank you so much. It has been so nice spending the year having chats with you. I have really Big exciting things going on with this podcast moving into the new year. I have a vision and I can't wait to see it through. Let me take that back. I have a direction and I can't wait to start walking in it and see what happens and bring you guys along with me. So let me know how you're feeling about the new year. Are you having a soft new year or are you leaning into a productive new year? Because, you know, there's a time and place for all energies. And just because some of us are feeling a little bit more relaxed, soft, and presence present. Some of you might be feeling a little bit more productive and focused and you know forward driving so let me know where you're at for this new year and I will talk to all of you guys next week. Cheers!